The Feywild is a land of soft lights and wonder, a place of music, a place of death, a realm of everlasting twilight where deliciously tempered breezes send fat fireflies bobbing through fields and forests. The Witchlight Carnival can get you there. Move quickly if you find it, adventurer, for the eight-year tour is nearly at an end. Something is wrong in the Feywild. A place known as Presphere is under the influence of something else. Restore to right all that has been made wrong. Become the hero you long to be, adventurer. And trust in this. The Witchlight Carnival is so much more than you realize. Welcome to Wizards and Wine, the wild beyond the Witchlight, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We are kicking off a brand new adventure with two groups and the influences of one group will impact the other group in various ways. I'm very excited for this. It feels like a lot more than I'm prepared to take on as a DM, but this was my idea and I have locked it in. So God help us all. This is just our session zero uh, for the girls that you're used to hearing with Wizards and Wine. Everybody back in Halifax is online and ready to go today. Uh, today is just about kind of buttoning down some character details, um, picking our adventure hook, and maybe getting up to at least as far as, hopefully, fingers crossed, the ticket booth today. As we button down our characters, we're going to get some really good character description notes because uh, Cynthia's offspring, Val, is going to do some drawing for us. We're going to, well, hopefully, fingers crossed, between myself and Aaron, figure out how to have the little pop-up things at the bottom of the screen so you can see which characters are talking and, and all of that kind of fun stuff. So that's all part of the plan. Hopefully, we'll get that going here in the next couple of weeks. Some of the campaign inspiration, if you guys uh, get finished with today's session and decide that you want to, you know, watch some movies to get a general kind of feeling for what we're after, watch Labyrinth. Stardust was another one, mostly, well, pretty much everything by Tim Burton. I can't think of anything that's not a little bit spooky and a little and all kinds of whimsical with that guy. So pretty much anything by him. Wizard of Oz. We are going to get into which like carnival truths. So things that are absolutely true about the campaign and uh, things that you guys will be walking into. And there's also kind of a code of conduct for the Witchlight Carnival, which isn't really talked about anywhere. It's supposed to be printed on the back of all of the tickets, so I figured we should cover it in session zero, um, just so we're kind of upfront and, and everybody has all of that information uh, before we even walk into the carnival. So I think uh, at this point, I can tell you the story hook that we're gonna follow uh, for this group is going to be the Warlock patron. It makes sense for a number of reasons, which will become obvious once we get into our characters and what they're about. And I want to turn it over to you guys and find out if there's any uh, questions, thoughts, feelings, anticipations, uh, or anything like that you guys are looking forward to for the Wild Beyond the Witchlight. Excited that the inspiration is Labyrinth. Right. What I'm looking for? Yeah, what are you, like, what are you looking forward to or... Maybe there's specific stuff that you would like to see. Maybe I can work some of that kind of stuff in, you know, whatever. Mm. Any expectations, I guess, is what we're talking about. 
Not really. <laughs> All right, that's Cute fair. things and shenanigans. Lots of those. <laughs> not to not die and have to replace the character. Oh man, I I don't foresee character deaths. I'm going to be completely honest with you right now. I don't foresee any. I feel like we've had enough of them. Um, you never foresee them, yeah. but you know, it's true. I mean, just with me alone, yeah. they happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, one of them didn't die though. <laughs> she walked away yeah true i miss him was that christine yes yeah you didn't that one character didn't die she walked away yeah (laughs) i fully expected her to die on the last section anyway so (laughs) yeah tomb of annihilation uh was a rough ride that's for sure i like the yes yes it was Okay, uh, Christine, you were talking about uh, maybe switching Zorball out for your secondary character? Yes, I think that would help round out the party song. Okay, well, let's let's talk about uh, the other characters, and then we'll come back to you at the end, and you can make that decision. How does that sound? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, Okay, sure. all right. Uh, so like, I could do either or, but... Yeah, but I know that Zorball is one that you've kind of been working on for a minute, so... Let's uh, let's see what we're doing with the rest of the the group, and then we'll make some decisions on that. Well, not me. I'm not going to have anything to do with your character decisions, but you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> um, okay, Janet, tell me about apple mooncake. Apple mooncake is a heron gone. Heron gone. Yep. Is that how you pronounce it? it sure is. Um, and so she is. I, I was inspired by. Um, the calico critters toys cute yeah i'm a grown woman and i love them so much so so she sort of like has that peter rabbit look about her and she's she is a she's an artisan a a guild artisan and i'm kind of toying with either alchemist or a potter and i think i'm leaning more towards her being an alchemist okay although her doing pottery is really cute that's really cute right right (laughs) She's so cute. I know. What's she gonna do with the pottery? I don't know. Throw it thing. If if she's strong enough, she can throw it at them. True. Gross stuff. Keep a little plate. Yeah, Yeah, a Um, plate, or even just a big old ball of clay. (laughs) That would hurt. And then it like smacks, and then kind of like because, and then she could make a mask if it hits their face. She could have it as a mask of their face. Yes. Um. Yeah, so she, oh, let me bring up my, I'm just finalizing some things here. So let me bring up. Yeah, and that's really what today's all about. So. Yeah, I'm just trying to find where I put the background stuff. I'm in D&D Beyond, so now I have to actually find. So um, I haven't picked out the names of where I'm from, but I grew up in a small village in the Feywild. Okay. Called, and then I don't know, am I able to choose an actual place in the Feywild? Uh, we'll talk about that. Is it okay that I'm from the Feywild? Absolutely, yeah. Somewhere else we're in Gondor mm-hmm. from. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. I grew up in an area surrounded by lush forests and meadows. Okay. I learned a craft, and here's where I have the sort of blank spot, whether I'm a potter or an or a alchemist. Okay. Uh, at an early age, and when my parents passed away, they left me their little whatever it is shop, like pottery shop or whatever, to tend. I became a master, whatever it is, artisan. And when I finally left the village, I, I sold my wares on the streets of the place in, in the Feywild. So 
I'm thinking of like cottage core kind of <laughs> like I like living in that kind of like the calico critters kind of thing and I'm I'm kind of like you know I walk around with my little dress and stuff and my little wand but I'm I'm tough I'm a tiny cool. creature I love it oh, I God. believe you yeah. <laughs> and I'm tiny but Listen, I've had two bunnies you. as pets. Yeah. I've had two bunnies as pets. Wait, is your character actually small? Yeah. They're small? small? Although, well, she's medium. Well, they're not, right? Because they're human. Yeah, I know. Okay. I was going to put okay. two feet tall like a bunny, but that doesn't really help. Any. Like, their legs are strong. Bunnies, like in real life, their legs are strong. Yeah, and so- <laughs> um, you are, the first time you use your jump uh, feature with the Herringons, you're going to be in love with them for the rest of your life. And it's I can't wait. All that you're I cannot wait. Yeah, their jump. their jump thing is the rabbit hop feature. Jump. It's huge. Yeah, it's amazing. And so is Lucky mm-hmm. Footwork, to be honest. Oh, cool. Yeah. So as a bonus action, uh, you can jump 10 feet without provoking opportunity attacks. You can also use this trait uh, if your speed is greater than zero. You can use it two times okay. and regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. Nice. It's, uh, it's a pretty impressive little, little addition to uh, the Herringon. Um, lucky yeah. footwork is sort of the same on a de- failed deck save. You can use your reaction to roll a d4 and add it to the save, potentially turning the failure into a success. The only rule against that one is you can't use it as a reaction if you're knocked prone and your speed is zero. I did ask you guys to come up with either memory lost or uh, some gossip about your characters. Um, yeah, the rumors, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Something yeah. that two things I'm that still are toying with those. absolutely true. Two things that are true but greatly exaggerated, and one rumor that is horrendously long. Because I'm going to plant. <sighs> these bits of gossip through the witch-like carnival. So you guys are going to hear this about yourselves. You're going to hear it from, uh, you know, the other group so that's going to start up. Should we keep it secret from one another? Um, let me think. Is it funnier to reveal <laughs> funny things about one another? Yeah, you know time, what? It, it might be. So, um, yeah. <laughs> send me an email or message me privately, like not in the group chat on uh, Facebook. <laughs> And uh, be funny. yeah, I think so too. <laughs> and give me- oh, God, make them funny, please, guys. Make them funny. <laughs> right. I will. I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> um, me too. Because uh, there are a couple of spots um, in the carnival um, where you find out that uh, the I don't know the the rides themselves are very gossipy, <laughs> and they love a good bit of gossip. Um, so I just thought this would be a really neat way to you know, tie you guys directly to the witch light. It would also be a really cool way for you guys to use some of those rumors and, and pieces of gossip um, as uh, almost as currency once we get into the game. Cool. Yeah. So that's the okay. reason for it. So, you know, and, and it can be absolutely ludicrous. Like one time, um, you know, Apple jumped over three buildings it could be that and it could be absolutely true you've never been able to do it again you don't know how you managed to do it but gosh darn it you did do right. it this one time um yeah you know a, another rumor that could be horrendously wrong is um you have like half of your hearing in your left ear so you know somebody will hear that rumor and then when they come across you and they stand on your left side they're going to be yelling at you the entire time instead of just talking normally stuff like that um, yeah, yeah, is kind of, uh, of what we're after. Okay. Yeah, I sent all that to you already. Okay, perfect. 
in the email yep that i gave you excellent I sent. okay perfect uh well, anything else or any other for... <clears throat> well you'd asked for the magic items we'd like our character to have uh, yes are oh, those do are that. we keeping those quiet too or are we like oh uh, no we can we can share those so I have two options, and I, I was reading through all, like, cool magic items. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Amulet of the Plains is the coolest that I can think of. Okay. But also the Bag of Devouring. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even look. Where'd you look at this stuff? Because I didn't, didn't even look on. that There's up. an awesome list of uh, magic Oh, see, items. I didn't even look at that stuff. It was an, it was hard enough for me to figure out the rumors and stuff. Filter the stuff that's suitable for your player, like uh, proficient and um, magical. See, I didn't do just... that. I just was like the coolest one because Amulet of the Plains is really cool. Yeah, I found. There's a bunch of stuff. I was I have like a list of things. <laughs> I was going shopping pretty much. Uh, Same, right? Like I can't decide between. <laughs> there were a bunch, but these I kind of yeah. narrowed it down. I, I just kind of like... gave Melinda like a huge list. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like she can pick at will. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because the plane of existence one, the amulet of the plane, like in real life, that would be really cool. Well, this this one, I think, would be hilarious if we had our hands on um tan bag of tricks. Let me pull up. Uh, oh, I love the bag of tricks. So essentially, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this tan one, uh, essentially, take out this fuzzy thing out of the bag. It's like a treble. I think it alludes to that. You throw it, and the, the trouble turns into a companion monster that you can <gasps> issue orders to and stuff. Yeah. Wait. And depending That's on the amazing. color of the bag, this is depending on what uh, monsters come out. It's like a table you can roll off of. Yeah, Janet. When we were playing with Chris, um, Darjan. Yeah, we played with that. Yeah, Darjan had one of those bag of tricks. That's where it she was so cute. That's where she kept ending up with the giant Holy. badger. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 I remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, there's stuff to make you stronger, and I picked some silly things and uh, stuff that could be practical. A lot of stuff that could be practical. Yeah, all of yeah. Them. See that that was I was toying with that bag of devouring is ridiculous too. Like that's another really fun one. I didn't remember seeing that. I know I did this with potato, but you know, like it's like I'm an unassuming sort of character. I'm sort of like. You know, I look kind of like a little cute bunny and stuff, but I, um, yeah, and I can kind of get through like smaller spaces and, and, uh, I can probably, uh, um, yeah, so the bag of devouring, the bag superficially resembles a bag of holding, but is a feeding orifice for a giant extra dimensional creature. Mm -hmm. Turning the bag inside <laughs> out closes the orifice. That is hilarious. Some of the stuff is devoured and lost forever. Some of it is when part of a living creature is placed in the bag, as happens when someone reaches inside of it, there's a 50% chance that the creature is pulled inside the bag. There's <laughs> <laughs> a character death. Right? Right? <laughs> it's so funny. It's well, so you, funny. I suppose you could like mount an expedition to save them if they're still whole. But I know, but we'd have to be careful not to get in there, right? Like, Maybe well, fifty percent chance isn't a very good. With I know, but we use it only if we're up against something bad, and we're like, "Put your arm in here and get yeah. this cool treat." And it's and they put their arm in there and they're gone. The person we're fighting. Picture you, uh, your herring gone or a potato, just offering people. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> candy. Yeah. Do you want to reach <laughs> in my bag? They vanish. <laughs> Especially with, like people that really make angry. So funny. Anyway. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Um, it's definitely a so, yeah. thing. Anything that you need help with, Janet, uh, for finalizing your character to help you kind of really bring Probably. her to life? Probably. Um, I, so let's just see here. I'm under. So I have, my language is Sylvan. Okay. Which makes sense because that's, which, <laughs> isn't there this, it's like Calico Critters, the Sylvan pets. Anyway. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think me being a potter or an alchemist is more? They're both so cute. What's that? I think they're both so cute. You too. The other option was being a criminal or spy. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It doesn't really... A very unsuspecting (laughs) criminal or spy. Yeah, right? That's the thing, right? Yeah. But also she's... Yeah, I don't really... Or an archaeologist. With the alchemist, you could probably... I don't know if their potion potion making would be an option. I know. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Because she has that sort of, like, old-fashioned look. Like, a little bit witchy, but... As a cute bunny. Right. <laughs> Got it. Like, she understands so, what to do with lavender, but she wouldn't... Totally. Right, but she wouldn't know, like, how to make, like, a deadly concoction kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah, like a kitchen witch. She could. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, maybe I'll stick with... Yeah, maybe I'll be an alchemist then. Um, And see, I have not been a cleric before, so I'm a cleric, and I probably will have questions about that. That's okay. Have the best time. It's the easiest, most fun of them all, I think. Cool. Uh, you can, you, I can explain it to you really fast if you want. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, ready? Yep. So your spells, all, you have access to all cleric spells. And in the morning, you get to pick which ones you have. There. Now you understand how to be a cleric. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so really so each game like each time i sleep the next day I can use yeah if you want rather... yeah oh, yeah so you can unprepare and prepare yeah it's oh. easy it's like being a bard to be honest it's pretty much like being a bard except you don't pick necklaces. Yeah. More spells. you, can choose you don't insult people as often <laughs> i mean you could at least on purpose though. yeah yeah okay um yeah so i have a modest lifestyle Let's see what else. Uh, da, da, da. I chose for personality traits. I believe that anything worth doing is worth doing right. I can't help it. I'm a perfectionist. Um, and I also always want to know how things work and what pe- makes people tick. Okay. My ideals are community. It's the duty of all civilized people to oh. strengthen the bonds of community and the security of civilization. Uh, the workshop where I learned my trade is the most important place in the world to me. I haven't added a flaw yet. Oh, here's some. I'm just using the suggestions. I'm not very good at, like... Oh, yeah, I, I do all the time, too. Right? Yeah, I only add um, suggestions, I think. Yeah. Oh, this one. I'll do anything to get my hands on something rare or priceless. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. And organizations allies and enemies i haven't added any i don't see her as really having any specific enemies right but everybody in your adventuring party will be under like your allies 
true. Yeah, your biggest enemy is, um, her name is Marriott, and she lives down the street, and she yeah. says that her cherry pie is better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, that bitch. <laughs> yeah, her lavender fields are better than mine. Nah, sister. Right? Nah, nah. Her lavender doesn't uh, even help you sleep, excuse me. Right? Yeah. So then I guess I need to start picking, like, what weapons I have, right? Yes, definitely do that. That's going to be tough. I usually do, like, the dagger and the rapier and the, the bow and arrow. Um, any suggestions? I usually play it safe. Any What's your deck stat and what's your strength stat? Um, and dex plus two. Strength plus two. Hmm. I don't know, you can take a mace. That's a pretty classic cleric weapon. Mace? Yep. Or a staff? You'd be cute with a mace. If you want to slap them with a staff? That's pretty cute. <laughs> you could, It could be a... Oh, wait, you're an alchemist. I was going to say, it could be a broom. And oh, how cute broom. would that be? A broom. But it would just be a stylized broom. It would actually be a staff. Yeah. Like a witchy broom. Just an idea. Just an idea. Frying pan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we could paint a, a cast iron frying pan as something else. Or uh, something, the other way yeah. around. Yeah, we could. I'm sure something can be like be that. So it's happy. so cute. I, can't, <sighs> I, can't, I can't wait. You have two strengths. What's that thing? New plus What's two that thing that you tenderize meat with? Meat tenderizer. Yeah. Meat tenderizer. A mallet? I don't know. Be like a little mini a mallet. Can yeah. mallet for yeah. you. Yeah. Like How cute would that be? It's pretty a funny. A sickle? A sickle? <laughs> for your, I want a for your sickle. plants? Yeah, I'm getting a sickle. Okay. Wait, why is it not letting me add it? Are you proficient? Are you proficient in sickle? No idea. Can you use that? I am. What's a sickle? It's a, Hold on. Yes. It is? All right. Go for, for it. some weird reason, I am Do it. Sickle, I guess. Oh, no. Have I, I added too many sickles? sickles? Oh, my God. I added... Guys, I have four sickles. <laughs> I didn't realize it was adding each. Yeah. So funny. Well, this I can do later, right? I don't know. Oh, we'll do it today. Yeah, we can get it done at some point tonight. Mm. Yeah, I'm well, kind of working like, on mine. Don't have, you don't have to want to have to. Oh, them. you mean next? Is that what you're saying? Like I can do it while somebody else is doing it, but we've got time. Yeah, I mean, and again, this is this is largely what today was about. It was just kind of finalizing everything, kind of getting things buttoned down Perfect. and put into place, and uh, you know, if. Uh, you know, there are last minute character changes and, and all of that kind of stuff. We could take care of all of that, you know, today while we're sitting here together. So wait, yeah, I'm gonna get a mace. Mace of smiting. Mace of disrupt. Mace of terror. <laughs> mm. That would be a magic item, but you can feel free to put that on the Google Doc and I will uh see what, uh, see what I can do about can making I that available to my... you in game. Are the characters in Foundry yet? Yes, I imported everybody's oh. characters. Oh, so we're gonna have to I can't see. 
Yeah, they're not listed. I didn't see mine there, list. but I'm gonna have to re-import it because oh, I've been tweaking it this evening and earlier today. Hang on, I've got to configure Ooh. all players. Save. There, you guys should see a character. A light bringer. You see character your characters. Yay! Yeah, I can. Ooh, look at this sexy character sheet that I'm gonna pop out. Oh, yeah. Pop out. I can't do it. Question: How do you know if it's magical? Um, uh, usually the it's something. It's magical. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, okay. So well, if I want them, like the Lightbringer is not, and that looks real cool. Yeah. Uh, send the the those ones that you're it. looking to me. Just send those to me. Um, before you uh, get them okay. added, just so I can just have a, a peek at it. I'm not saying no to anything. I'm just want to have a look at it yeah, before yeah. we make it final. That's all. It is a magic item. Yeah. I feel Plus like it item. would be, but. A Lightbringer? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is? I'll send you any of the weapons. Other than that, I don't. I don't know. Circle back to me later. <laughs> okay. No problem. All right. Uh, next in the character lineup, I have uh, Aaron. Are you ready to talk about your character? Uh, yeah. Okay. I didn't put a whole lot on this sheet. That's okay. I did think of rumors and stuff. I didn't think of five. I only thought three. But I can think of two more. So um, it's, it's, so... it's Lim Sansha? No, no, no. Her name is... Oh. It's kind of like... You couldn't think of Liam. But I was thinking it's more like Liam. Liam? Liam. Liam? Okay. Liam. Liam. She's got a weird name. Liam Toom. Yeah. L-E-I-M. Liam. It's kind of like Liam, but you just say it really fast. Okay. Liam Toom. Hey, what was the... I, I'm trying to change her name. It shouldn't be this name anymore in d and I'm just going to change it here. Will it change it? Yep. Oops, I put yum. Because <laughs> I'm so used to typing yum. Yum. Uh, uh, anyways, she's a rogue. This is my first time playing a rogue. Which I'm I pretty find excited about that. shocking, to be honest. I've never done it. I don't really play DPS characters, usually. Moomdoom doesn't count. <laughs> the spell is too good. I thought for sure you were going back to the What am I trying to find you? Uh, did I save it? Did it save? It didn't... Uh, I'll figure it out Yeah, later. you might have to change it in D&D Beyond and then import it. I think uh, I did. I think, like, my, my name in the bottom left-hand side of the screen... That's what I can't change. Got it. Whoa. Like my um my <laughs> player name in Foundry. God, my brain. Yeah, I see it as Anyways. as Liam Tum. Oh really? Yeah. I'm gonna refresh my thing. Okay, anyways, yeah, that's her name, Liam Tum. And she is she, where's my thing where I wrote it all down because I my brain doesn't work. Uh, so she's not from the Feywild. She's from regular... Regular old material plane. Material plane. Okay. Uh, so she's from... She's a satyr, rogue, swashbuckler, not a pirate. Okay. Not a pirate. Mm -hmm. um, she was born in Car Carador, which I can't remember where that is now. But I did when I wrote this. Okay. Um, she lives in Waterdeep. Uh... She comes from a family of beekeepers. 
Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And yeah, uh, she's married to. She has a husband, and he works in the apiary. But she hasn't seen him in a long time. She doesn't go. She doesn't go home. Okay. Um. She used to be a merchant on the black market. Oh. She would sell nefarious goods, stolen goods, you know, the whole nine yards. She was a criminal. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Um, her background is failed merchant. She doesn't do it anymore because she's actually not very, like, insightful. So she ended up getting in fights more often than, like, making good deals. Yeah, right. Okay. She's <laughs> not very good at it. <laughs> so she doesn't do that anymore. Uh, and instead was is doing a more honest life uh, of being an adventurer. Okay. So she likes treasure hunting and entering tournaments. Just basically anything. She's down for anything. Got it. Life of adventure. Okay. Doesn't like going home. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What else did I write? Uh, so yeah, she do like deliveries. She's a bodyguard, a bouncer, and now she does delving. Um, were I don't there, know what did I write. Were there uh, <laughs> magic items that you were thinking about for her? Uh, no, I haven't thought of magic items yet. I thought more about like what she's gonna be like and what she likes and doesn't like. Got it. Um, but I can think of a magic item, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, something to make her more wise. <laughs> okay. She's kind of a dummy. I'm looking at a list. I'm gonna... Yeah, that's the things I'm gonna put into the... the doc here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna get a couple of magic items. Okay. And then I'll email you my... my rumors. Is that enough? What else should I say? She fights with a short sword. Yeah! <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Yeah. Um, she like stabs a guy with a short sword. So you don't have any ranged weapons as a rogue? Uh, I think I do, but I like to be fighting like I'm like a duelist. Okay. So I like to fight like one guy at a time. Okay. Separate them from the group. Fight one guy. Yeah. Could do range, but that's not fair. All right. Um. Anything else? You have your rumors and all of that stuff? Again, don't tell me here. We'll yeah, I have those. Okay. Uh, I'm going to think of some magic items. What else do I have? I mean, this is when we talk about it. Yeah. Uh, what do I got here? Is it just, we'll just look at the things I wrote. Uh, she's ambitious. Oh, no, that doesn't matter. That's just how I'm going to play her. She's nosy and impatient and loves gossip. Uh, she forgets or chooses to not consider options before taking actions. Okay. <laughs> she often makes the same mistake twice. So consequences come after. The... Yeah, she's not the... Consequences like, are like a second thought. Not... Yeah, she doesn't really think about that. But she's a good person. Like She's generous and polite for the most part. Takes care of the people around her. But also... Yeah. She likes gambling, eating fish. These are, these are the things I write when I'm just like <laughs> trying to think of a character. What do they like eating? Fish. <laughs> loves to gamble. What does she not like? Loves fish. Okay. She doesn't like kids. 
Oh. Or too much formality. Oh, or dear. waiting. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> getting caught in the rain. She thinks getting caught in the rain. <laughs> and wise guys I'm knows it, know it all. <laughs> Just like wise guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's all. Oh, and jump. Seder comes to jump too. Oh, so gotcha. Janet and I are going to be nice. in yeah. the jump gang. Yeah. <laughs> like the little stubby guy from Hercules. Yes. Absolutely. I'm looking. I'm looking <laughs> like Phil. All right. Like Phil for Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> I like your cloven hoops. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Oh my god. Satyrs are raucous fae that resemble stout male humans with the furry lower bodies and cloven hooves of goats. You frolic. Do you frolic in wild? Yes. <laughs> well, no. Not no. <laughs> maybe. Maybe before. <laughs> Love it. I mean, she'd probably frolic. I, I love it. Fucking, I, I'm honestly, I can't. It, I feel like the Wild Beyond the Witchlight was written for this group of players. It's just, I agree. It's so on the nose. I'm delighted already. Yeah, it's so on the nose with everything that we have ever done or any jokes that we have ever made around the table. Like it's so perfect. Yeah. I'm so excited. <sighs> okay. I thought really hard. That's why I have a Trello board for this character. Which is great. Okay. Is that everything we that uh, we can need to talk about? Oh, uh, yeah. That, that's, right now? that's all that I really need to talk about. Okay. All right. So I do fight things. I fight people. That's what I do. And I got high charisma, so I'm also Kentucky talk. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Cynthia, let's talk about your character. What's your character's well, name? Um, so her name is Rain Bodish. Okay. Um, she is a half elf, half high elf from the Feywild. Um, do you want me to just like read what I wrote? Or... Yeah, go for it. It's long. That's okay. Kind of got carried away, but I had fun doing this. <laughs> That's so, the point. Daughter of a hu- daughter of a human father and high elf mother. Okay. I grew up in the Feywild. I was a bit of a wild child, no regard for rules, and I tended to live in the moment, which also tended to get me into a lot of, in a lot of trouble. My mother, being very prim and proper, would try to get me to behave as was befitting my station, as a high half-elf. But it got to the point where I felt like she was smothering me, trying to get me to change who I am to preserve her and the family's reputation. It never worked. I craved adventure from a young age, and I always marched to the beat of my own drum. When I was 13 years old, the carnival came to town. It was spectacular. I was in awe. This is what I wanted out of life. To be carefree, living life to its fullest. And consequences be damned. Not planning boring parties or being a good little well-behaved daughter. Doing what I'm told and preparing for a life as an obedient wife. Honestly. How could they live in the Fey Wild and have such backward beliefs? It's called the Fey Wild, not the Fey Boring. <laughs> so, so I packed up my important stuff, left a note to my parents explaining exactly why I was leaving, and snuck into the carnival in the middle of the night when it was preparing to leave. And I left with them, not once regretting my decision. And by the time I was discovered, it was too late. I don't know what happened after my parents found my note. I didn't tell them I was running away with the carnival, but they probably guessed. Um, I embraced my life at the carnival, enjoying myself a little too much at times and making some lifestyle choices that would probably make my mother cringe. But hey, 
life is meant to be enjoyed, whether it's in the partaking of food and drink, and I do enjoy a fine wine or robust ale, or enjoy myself with the person of my dreams. Well, of the moment at least. I enjoy life. Being part of the carnival, I've been able to live a very carefree life, embracing, life, embracing life's pleasures, but I also introduced, I was also introduced to the seedier side of life. Um, it was one of those times that my patron made me aware of their presence. They encouraged that little bit of darkness that I keep tucked away inside of me to come forth when I need it. Now the carnival is returning to the Wild, and I'm returning to the land of my birth. I'll at least go visit my parents, but I'm not planning on staying. I consider the carnival to be my home and the people my family, but it's time for this little birdie to leave the nest to fly, and I'm ready for a new adventure. Nice. So you took the witch light hand background, right? I did. Okay. Yeah. And you, I left who my patron is up to you. Yes. Uh, your patron is um, actually directly tied to the adventure. It's going to be Zablina. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that a little bit wrong. I will try to. Zabilna, I think, is actually. Yeah, that is right. Are, are they like a, an archfey? What are they? Uh, she's archfey. Um, and it okay. is said that uh, the people who follow her consider her almost like a fairy godmother kind of presence. And now, I have the rumor. I don't know if you had a chance to take a look at the rumors and stuff that I, I did. I did, yeah. It's perfect. Because you guys are going to hear these rumors about yourselves from different sources. And you're going to hear rumors about the other group. And you're going to hear all kinds of stuff. It's going to be really fun. I mean, I hope it's going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so with this character, she is a warlock. Okay. As a high half elf, her natural hair is silver in color. Right. She's got one amber eye, one green eye. Okay. As a warlock, with she's got the the warlock the tome. Yep. So she has a book from her patron, mm -hmm. and one of the, the spell that's in that one of the cantrips is prestidigitation. Okay. So every morning, if she thinks of it when she wakes up. She puts three random colors in her hair, and she does that randomly throughout the day. Okay. So she's got rainbow, random rainbow hair. Okay. So if you say her name really fast, rainbow dish. I <laughs> got it. Anything else you wanted to button down with your character, or do you want to, I mean, we can always talk, you know, um, between us before we get started as well. Because um, with the Witchlight Hand background and the story hook um, with the old warlock, um you're not going to be with the party until they get to the carnival. So you're not going to be part of like the very opening scene. Um, yeah. Nope. That's no problem. Yeah. Her, this character, the way I have her going with the witch light thingy, um, she, her personality and stuff is like, she's a nomad. Doesn't like to settle down. Yeah. Um, she lives by her own set of weird and wonderful rules and change she likes change. It's good. That's why she has her own ever-changing rules that she lives by. Um, which, like, Carnival feels like home to her. She grew, literally grew up in it from age 13 to eight years later when she's going to leave. So, 21. <laughs> right. Um, she's, she has many vices and tends to indulge in them. Incredible. <laughs> so. So, yeah. Yep. So, I'm going to have fun playing this character. That's great. No, it sounds like it'll be a lot of fun for you. I'm excited for you. Um, yeah, and hopefully she'll stay alive. Yeah, I, like I've said, I don't, and I'm putting it in quotation marks, anticipate character deaths in this one. <laughs> um, you know, there I there may be a little bit of DM magic to make sure that there aren't any character deaths. I don't know, but 
it's uh, it's not something that I'm anticipating. One of the beautiful things about this campaign um, is you can talk your way out of every single thing that happens in this adventure. All right, Christine, has this mm -hmm. helped you come to any conclusions about the character dilemma? Uh, I think I will go with Cypress. I think she'll fit well. You're going to go with Cypress? Okay. The, the, yeah, the, originally she was my backup, but I think I'll use her as the main instead. Okay. Um, she is a Minotaur fighter of the Samurai subclass. Uh, she... Oh, awesome. She's come, she has come from a family of uh, farming serfs. They were evicted by the landowner, so they then they moved to town. Um, they lived a pretty good life. Her, all her family members got a brother as a helps to run an inn. Her father city, is a city guard. Uh, brother and sister got jobs as apprentices. And unfortunately, she can't seem to find her place in town. Uh, she's been floating from job to job, mostly due to bad luck. Uh, she's helped each family member, but can't hold position there due to circumstances and breaking things and just she's just not having a good time there. Okay. Uh, she tried joining the military for a bit, but was a janitor, and uh, but none of those worked out. So then she found her way to the... Uh, uh, the circus, the Witchlight Carnival, actually. So you also, I yeah. took the Witchlight Hand background. Uh, no, I didn't take it. I was thinking about it. I still need to dive into more of that. But I was, th I think she's just about to try to join it. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. I'll, I'll have to look into it a bit more. Okay. Um. Yeah, but she's tried her hand at a different uh, positions. Nothing really worked out. Uh, she uses a great sword, so she always has that with her. Mm, what else is there? I'll talk about my traits, I guess. Uh, personality traits, always polite and respectful. Can stare down a hellhound without flinching, probably because she doesn't know what it is. <laughs> uh, ideals, greater good, our lot is to lay down our lives in defense of others. Bonds, those who fight beside me are those worth dying for. Flaws, my hatred of my enemies is blind and unreasoning. Oh. So that'll be interesting in combat. I don't have to rethink my rumors if we're going silly. I had some general stuff. Well, you can. You don't have to have something <laughs> silly. Have my something. I just have one silly thing. The others are a little dark. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them is. One of them's just roll your eyes at your people type thing. Mm. look up to the so what you said it was a background thing yeah i chose soldier because I, I thought that fit her but okay uh, as part of the backgrounds yeah no that works totally so in this are we still traveling with this with the circus with the carnival um you would be yes okay uh starting equipment i just chose the basic starting equipment okay and I uh, just let it choose whatever gold what is allotted with the the background. Yeah. Is that all you want done for that way? Yeah. No magical items at all kind of to start with? Yeah, just let me know stuff that you think would be fun for your character to have. And uh, I'll okay. try to find a way to, to fit it in for you somehow. Yeah. There's also um, magic items in this game. Um, but, I mean, they all act a little different than you're used to seeing you know 
let me think if I have an example. Like, let's just say, like, the crown of intelligence or whatever. Instead of giving you, like, full-on intelligence, it would give you, like, the intelligence of, um, like, all of a sudden you're a savant when it comes to playing the loot. <laughs> so specific to situations. Yeah, and um, yeah. A, a lot of it is, uh, you know, kind of flavored that way. So... The way that I see this working uh, as we kick things off is uh, we have Apple, we have Liam, and we have Cypress. The three of you guys know each other. You've somehow all ended up in the same town slash village. Um, and could be perhaps that Cypress has done some odd jobs for Apple, uh, maybe helped her, you know, carry something heavy. I don't know. However you guys want to flavor that. Um, but I want there to be, like, a known or an understood, uh, like, even if it's an unfamiliar friendship, like, you guys wouldn't necessarily go for tea together, but you guys are, like, friendly and cordial towards each other. Um, you know, you, you know a little bit about each other. You're all kind of familiar. Where are we? Um, well, you said that Liam was from somewhere from Waterdeep, right? He's from Waterdeep, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm... I can... Because I can set the carnival down anywhere, right? So if you guys right. want to play up towards Waterdeep in that area, that's fine. Hold on, um, I got an idea. Isn't Waterdeep uh -huh. close to Baldur's Gate? I, I'm, my my D&D &D maps are a little bit rusty right now. Yeah, hold on. I'm, I, mine are also not good. I'm looking at this one anyway, here. So I can fit in wherever. Um, it's the Sword Coast. So, right? so she's from, Liam's from, and her husband lives in the Moonshade Isles. The who's it in the what now? The Moonshade Isles. <laughs> the Moonshade Isles, okay. Which are west of the Sword Coast. Got it. So she could be there instead. If that's better. Because I think Waterdeep is like a whole different place, right? Like, no. I don't know where. Yeah, for some reason, I just decided that I would hit uh, load high resolution map. So it's going to take a couple of minutes. For it's doing it its thing. Yeah, it's okay. What if I had, I mean, because I have a little um, booth that I sell my alchemy stuff out of, right? Yes. Mm. I kind of have an idea specifically for that, Janet. Um, I just okay. kind of want to nail down where the um, carnival has set itself down. Like if it's between water yeah, If you just pick a spot, I will find a way to be there. Yeah. If like that if, makes it easier. If we pick a spot yeah. between like Waterdeep and Daggerford. Um Daggerford. You pick, you pick a juicy spot. Right. I like that's how Daggerford, too... that's where my dog's from. <laughs> yes. Daggerford. I don't even Absolutely. need to have an excuse to be out anywhere. Yeah. See. Can I can I sort of be having like I was wandering around and I set up my little uh, mobile shop around there maybe? Well, um, there's actually uh, leading up to the entrance of the carnival. Um, there's actually kind of a, a traveling market that travels with the carnival. Uh, I actually was debating over whether or not to put Madame Eva, um, uh. <laughs> you know, as one of the uh. one of the things that you could check out. Um, 
So if you're starting no. up there, Janet, you could probably have hired um Cypress to help you move stuff over. Yeah. Yeah. Or as a temporary. That would make sense. Thing. Absolutely. Yeah, let's say that. One together. Okay. Perfect. Leem. Like I said, you and Apple and Cypress are certainly aware and French friendly. I was going to say conjugal. That's not the right word at all. Uh, <laughs> definitely not. friendly. Cordial? <laughs> yeah, cordial. <laughs> That's the one. Thank you. God. <laughs> I thought that that um, would make sense. So to get Rain involved here, um, and it's going to come um, after this first scene. Um, so you guys ready to get the beginning? So when the Witchlight Carnival arrives... Uh, some of the stuff that you don't see in this photo is um, if you look at the map, you see how there's like that river that goes all the way around the carnival. Um, it's actually a blue piece of ribbon that they fly around. And when it settles on the ground, it turns into this river that surrounds the witch-like carnival. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So that I love river. it so much. Yeah. Oh my God. I want to go there so badly. I know. I know. It's really great. So the mm -hmm. this is the the that river is a blue piece of ribbon um that what is it, as soon as it touches the ground it turns into this river. So this is not actually part of the landscape when the carnival's not there. As it's flying through the sky with all of those horses with the butterfly wings and all of that kind of stuff, it's dropping pamphlets to alert everybody from Waterdeep and and uh you know that area of the Sword Coast uh that the Witchlight Carnival has arrived and tells you how long it's going to be there. It's usually about 8 to 14 days that the carnival touches down. And um, when you guys are in the carnival, because we need to talk about it, um, there are there is a code of conduct for the Witchlight Carnival. And we should go over the truths as well while we're looking at this map. So the code of conduct for the Witchlight Carnival, politeness goes a long way. Paying attention when spoken to, laughing at jokes, even the bad ones, um, joining in with games. And uh, if somebody just erupts out into song and you know the song, it's considered very impolite not to sing along. Uh, conversely, acts like interrupting somebody when they're talking, being rude, or grumpily refusing to dance are all unfavorable. If you are caught stealing or fighting, you will be asked to leave the carnival and you will have to pay your admission in order to get back in again. Um, the truths about the campaign, the th these are the things that are absolutely 100%, I cannot change them, truths. The Witchlight Carnival appears every eight years and vanishes after a few days. The carnival is said to visit many places and realms, often riding the edge of the border between the Feywild and the Material Plane. Uh, there is a strange corruption said to have set into the Fae and the borderlands between the realm of Fae and our world. Some even saying that it's a collision between our two worlds and yet a third. In the land of the Fae, the Archfey Zablina is said to have gone quiet. Those attuned to this warlock patron haven't heard from her in more than a year. That's a piece of information for you specifically, okay, Cynthia? I haven't heard from her in more than a year. Yeah. And uh, for unknown reasons, the numbers eight and three have great power in the realm of the Fae. So just watch out for the numbers eight and three. They, they do kind of pop up um, as you go through the adventure. Okay, so you guys have seen this, uh, this wonderful carnival arrive and uh, 
Apple has you've been making plans ever since you started to see the flyers I mean you you do love a carnival let's be honest and uh, you also love yeah. the opportunity uh, to sell to the crowds that you know the Witchlight Carnival attracts. Every year that they've come through, you've always done really well. Uh, well, I should say your parents did really well the last time the Witchlight Carnival came through this part of the world. For Cyprus, you've heard of the Witchlight Carnival before, um, as has Liam, because you guys are both really creatures, quote unquote, who would typically find um, a place to belong in the Feywild. So yeah, no way. I miss some carnival. What are you crazy? Right. Yeah. Like this is a, this is a huge deal. And you know, it's a chance for you to even just get a little taste, a morsel, if you will, of life in the Feywild and what that must be like. And you know, the wonderful things that you see and the wonderful adventures that you come across and the interesting creatures and, uh, all of that kind of stuff just uh, kind of takes the material plane and turns the contrast up to 12 and asks you to politely deal with it. You all also have received the same note from a human warlock. He calls himself Madrick Roslov. And you know of him because uh, at Halloween time, whatever you want to call that in uh, Faerun on the Sword Coast, Everybody goes to his farm. He has a giant pumpkin farm. He shares this shabby chic farmhouse with rodents and pixies alike. His adventuring days long behind him. He does look quite old and frail, but nevertheless, in his letter says he will be delighted to finally make your acquaintance. So you guys have that to take care of after you have set up for the carnival. So you guys can tell me what the stall looks like, what kind of stuff you're selling. Give me an idea of what all of that looks like today. What kind of stuff we're selling? Mm-hmm. Janet's selling stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm selling potions. Hold up. More What's like her name? Potions. Apple? Apple, yes. Apple? Yeah. Apple mooncake. Apple. I know. I know. Miss Mooncake. That's what I'm going to call you. That's your new name. Yeah, like I, I think I'm selling like, you know, beefed up aromatherapy, kind of like little or little potions for like sleep and and like pretty um, safe stuff. It's Do you like have anything stuff. for my knees? Yeah, yeah, like little, been... like a little like muscle rub, and it's like smells really nice, like yeah. lavender and chamomile. Yeah, yeah. Do you have that? And then I give you, I give you like a little sample. Okay, is it gonna like make my knees all greasy? Cause I have very hairy knees. Wow. Um. No. Gonna be great. No, it magically. Just, it magically. Um. It absorbs in past <laughs> the fur. I'll buy it. I want some. Amazing. Amazing. He sold it. It smells. How much nice. do I owe you? Oh God, I have no idea. Uh, one bronze piece. Okay. I have to... Do I even have money? <laughs> I must. You definitely have a bronze slash copper piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what is the little, like... Is it just my stuff in the little stall? Yeah, this is your little your little section of the flea market, if you will. Yeah, I'm not selling anything. Perfect. So yeah, so I visualize it as like sort of old fashioned looking with 
little dried flowers and stuff put around and a little pretty curtain almost like a little like a kitchen window right so it like there's sort of like a fake window at the back and with little curtains and then you come up little really cute cottagey kitchen and then I have like a little hot plate because some of the stuff I have to some of the oils and stuff I have to heat up um and I have one of those old-fashioned cash registers with the with the pull thing on it incredible yes and it smells really nice like you come up and it has that like a cinnamon lavender rosemary like it immediately feels calming when you go up when you go up to it um and i've got little fairy lights little fairy lights like on the top are the fairy lights uh, magic or have you found adorable. a way to use little candles plug in oh yeah little yeah not plug in so yeah like little sort of not like, plug in. <laughs> <laughs> the little candles in the little like jars okay perfect oh, oh wait can i use fireflies can i have little jars with little fireflies definitely yeah i want to draw this i want to draw this later Please do, and please share it. <laughs> I will. Okay. Um, and I have also, because you can buy little teas, I can make little, like, lavender teas and stuff. So I've got two little really cute duels that are carved wood. Not carved wood, no. It's just, like, little, little stumps. Little oh, toadstools. They're toadstools. Toadstool <laughs> stools. Okay. That you can sit on. Yeah. And then if you want the tea, and the teacups <sighs> are like mismatched little like pottery teacups. I love this. I will sit at this and I will drink so much I have, tea. I have samples of tea. So I'm like, what would you like? What, um, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling better now that my knees are greasy with chamomile. I think I would like to have, mm, I don't know, something I've that will apple. pick me up. Yeah, we've got like a lovely apple uh, lemon tea with sure. a dash of lavender. Yes. yes. And it, it it's calming, but it's uplifting at the same time. So, okay. and then I, I trot it over and I, I pour it out for you and I bring it over. There you go. This one's on the house. The first one's on the house. First one's always free. Sips. It's delicious. And then I sort of, I bow. I'm a little bit shy. <laughs> I mean, now I'll just I, I, read my weird note. I feel like you feign being uncomfortable about getting compliments, but you secretly like love them. Like it's your favorite thing Me? to be complimented on your stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sort of like modest and humble. But stop and yeah. tell me more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it on. Okay. And what is Cypress up to? right now around the stall <laughs> well she, I think she's helped spent the morning setting it up and trying very hard not to break anything um, and probably just sitting like on a crate in the back uh, so she, she's on hand if she needs to lift anything or uh, she needs to be imposing okay do you hear any of the exchange of your first customer of the day around the front uh, probably like, like I'll 
if uh, Liam's looking around, like you'll probably see like a minotaur head, like kind of look at you for a minute and then like pop back in wherever she's sitting. Absolutely. And one of the times that you poke in, you see in her hand um, a letter that looks exactly like, including down to the handwriting, um, a letter that uh, you have also received, which summoned you to the home. You probably like keep seeing her head come out, like looking at the yours and looking at mine, and the head goes back to being not seen <laughs> out again, just to make sure it wasn't seen. It might not see you. I have minus one perception. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's do the first roll of the game. Give me a perception check and tell me if you spot the giant minotaur. Whoa, I don't know why it rolled two. I clicked it. Oh. Uh, hold on. It's okay. We'll take the first number. It should. I think, well, it, it, yeah, I think okay. it automatically does. Uh... Like, you, you kind of catch it, but always a little bit too late. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, when you... Uh, feel like you're being watched when you're walking down a street and you look up to the house and the window the curtains just kind of fall same kind of situation uh, like you're you're just missing you know that somebody is there you know that somebody's looking at you like the tip of a horn yeah but it's just like yeah. you know you're catching the very <laughs> whatever and yeah. um apple you also received uh the same note as the uh, woman sitting in front of you and uh your minotaur friend in the back so we look around and we notice that we each got the same. Oh yeah, I feel like this letter would be very identifiable. Um, it would probably be written on very fine parchment, um, and it would probably it would have impeccable handwriting. And it, sorry, we we received this before, so I sort of just have it around. Yeah, like you guys, like you kind hammer. of woke up to it this morning situation. But maybe you guys noticed that I have it sort of on the counter there. I look at you. How do you say your name? Okay. Lane? Lean. Lean. Like neem. Neem oil. Lean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought. I have a letter similar to that. What? Eh? Weird. And I, I show you what I have. Oh, that's off. That's strange. Then maybe it's just um one of those chain letters. You know? Maybe, like, um, everyone gets them and we're supposed to, but it's a scam. It's probably totally a scam. Let's it's probably them. a scam. Let's shred them. Someone. <laughs> a minotaur. <laughs> minotaur stands up and so nice. Miss. <laughs> Miss Apple. Yeah. Will you yes. need me? I was going to follow this note that got it this morning. Oh, you got the same note? Oh, interesting. What does yours say? Something from Mr. Madrick? Madrick? Mine too. Madrick Crosswalk? Or something? Does he have a pumpkin part? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh. Close to see him, I guess. Is it far? No, it's not far. Only vaguely heard of him. Yeah, it's not far. We may as well go. I feel comfortable going together. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's unless if it's being if we're getting scammed, at least we're all being scammed together. (laughs) 
<laughs> Shall we go, Miss Apple? You need help packing things up. I'll just uh, I'll do I can I have like a gate thing or am I packing up for the night? I sort of like pull my little yeah. I would imagine that there's over. like a like a curtain almost that you can bring down from the top of the stall to the bottom and kind of button yeah. it tight so people know to Perfect. leave it alone. Remember, going to the Witchlight Carnival means being on your best behavior. So people aren't going to mess right. around. No, people aren't. On the approach, yeah. Thank God. All right. You get to Madrick's house, and the giant pumpkin farm is even more impressive than you remember it being the last time you visited to take home a giant pumpkin for yourself. There seems to be just more of everything. Like, there's more rodent friends around the uh, the farmhouse. There's more pixies. There's... You know, just more of the general woodland small creatures um, that seem very attached to this piece of property, at least, if not to Madrick himself. And uh, he opens the door as he sees the three of you approaching, and he's just a, he's a grin from ear to ear. He's so excited to see you guys, and he kind of shuffles his way outside. He welcomes you all with a deep bow, says that he's delighted to make your acquaintance and invites you in for uh, some pumpkin muffins and some pumpkin tea. Yes. Sure. Yes. Yep. I'm in. All right. Doesn't take much. <laughs> so you all... The kids in a unmarked white van. We're all yeah, like, right. yes. <laughs> yes, we're there. I, the whole time, <laughs> we're all walking up here and Liam's like, nah, this is going to be a scam. It's a bad idea. You want some pie and tea? Absolutely. Right? Yes, I do. <laughs> Well, we're not, there's no kidnapping in this game. There's nothing bad that's fine. No, no, it's fine to knock if there's kidnapping. Yeah, perfect. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It just that one, he that can't one drive just, away. It goes to the veil. We just, uh, we don't go into detail about yeah. the alleged abduction. <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, Mr. Badrick goes about making uh, the tea and getting the muffins ready and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, the pixies are kind of flying around the room and they touch different bottles and uh, different uh, like knickknacks here and there. And uh, they just kind of light the room with this beautiful magic that they have. He begins to tell you story. Excuse the voice that I'm about to do for this. And if you hate it, let me know and I will drop the voice. It says, <clears throat> I have acquired many treasures and made important contacts during my lengthy adventuring career. As he's saying this, the, the sounds are like whistling through his teeth. He continues, I would like to pass these treasures I possess and the favors I am owed to you. He gestures at the three of you. In exchange, I ask that you travel to Prismere. It's a domain in the Feywild and find out what fate has befallen the Archfey who rules it. This Archfey, Zablina, is also my patron, my inspiration, and the source of my power. It's been troubling. I haven't been able to contact Zablina for the better part of a year now. I'm starting to fear that something terrible has happened. Now, my adventuring days, as I said, are long over, but Zablina has been good to me, and I would like to know that she is well before I take my leave of this material plane. He continues. Every eight years, 
Our world is visited by that traveling extravaganza. The Witchlight Carnival? I know you've seen it. It is yes, here. Sir. And I'm asking you now because the carnival, heaven knows, could pack up and leave any time. And this is the important part. It contains the only route to Presmere, a fake crossing, if you will. So, seek out Sablina of Prismere. Help her if she needs it, and help her if you can. Return with proof that she is alive and well. And upon your return, all the hard-won earnings of my adventuring career shall be yours. And as he says yours, he gestures around the room. And you're starting to notice some things that you didn't really take account of when you first came in. There does seem to be, like, impressive swords hung on walls. There are gleaming helmets, and there are giant jewels that seem to capture the light from uh, the bottles and, you know, little baubles that the um, pixies had lit lit earlier so there's just like a a cascade of glitter basically is what the inside of this cottage looks like right now and um it's all pretty tempting what would you like to do you can ask more yes questions. i'll do it yeah. <laughs> well that feed me more pumpkin muffins yes of course i mean i was going to warm them first but here you go i don't want the muffins i want all the shinies Oh, the shinies, yes. Well, the shinies do come with that cost, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. That I mean, we should, maybe we should talk about this first. Well, you guys don't have to. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, so if I get this this clear, she's she's in the carnival? Like, we have to find her within the carnival? No, just the crossing to get you to the Feywild. Oh. Yes. I do not know where it is in the carnival, however. It is my understanding is it that it does move quite a bit. And she sounds... Can you describe her a little bit more? Well, Sublina can assume many forms. She is also brilliant. That's fun. Secretive. But also very wise. Anytime she has appeared to me, which was, let's face it, not that often, she has appeared almost as like a fairy godmother kind of creature, you know? Very kindly. It's the last time you saw her? Oh, the last time I saw her would have been a number of years ago, but the last time that I was able to reach her would have been just shy of about a year. It has been quite a while. Sounds, sounds interesting. Yes. Yes. One of the other attributes that I should tell you about when you meet her is she does have a small tattoo, I believe is what they call it. It looks like a chicken's foot. Just below one eye. Yes, not unlike right my own little tattoo, but it's not above, it is below. You see? Interesting. 
this is intriguing. I'd I'd be interested. I'm I'm up for a challenge. I'd have to get somebody to to watch my my little uh, stall for a while. How long do you think this adventure would take us? Oh, child, it depends on what kind of adventures you get into. You know, the domains of delight are not always what you get is what you see. Does that make sense? Um, what do you, what do you two think? Lamp, lame. Sorry, I keep calling you lame. <laughs> lame. Lame, huh? <laughs> well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's my Sylvan accent. I'm gonna go and do it. I'm gonna join you. I like treasures. Yeah. <laughs> I like treasures big time. Big time. Super huge. I need the three of you to roll a d8 for me, please. Four, six, and four. Okay, Apple, I'm going to get you to re-roll that four for me. Perfect. Oh, my God. Nope. Roll it again. <laughs> Keep rolling until you get something besides a four or a six. <laughs> These are rigged. <laughs> There we go. Okay, perfect. There we go. So, Apple, as uh, Madric is describing what Zablina looks like, a memory comes back to you. And a woman matching Zablina's description scared away a bully who antagonized you when you were a child. And for Cypress... At a four. Uh, you remember an older family member telling you about a woman with who fit that description who helped deliver you when you were born. And for Leem, um, you used to have trouble sleeping when you were a child until a woman matching Zablina's description put her hand on your head. And after that encounter with this woman, this god fairy godmother like uh, being um the nightmares have completely stopped and you've never had another nightmare in your life whoa right so would you like to head to the carnival now yes all right so it does take you uh, a few hours a few hours there a few hours back but it's fine because the carnival is only open from dusk until dawn as you uh, pass Apple's stall and head towards uh, the ticket booth, the first stars of night twinkling overhead. It's like an apricot-colored sunset fading into twilight. Um, giant dragonflies are whirring overhead in trails of streamers, and uh, a low uh, mist kind of curls and clings to the ground as you approach. Through a floral archway, you glimpse a wondrous and vibrant place that is full of these incredible creatures. There's elf stilt walkers, dancing fairies, brightly painted performers. You can hear laughter, and as you hear that laughter, it picks up your mood. There's pixie dust and bubbles, even a wistful, wistful melody of a whistling calliope. As you guys approach the ticket booth. The ticket booth, as you approach, is surrounded by butterflies. So many 
butterflies. There's a silver statue of a fairy that sits on top of the booth. It's decorated with a moving image of the night sky. There's twinkling stars, even the occasional shooting star shoots by on the canvas. The moon in multiple phases blinks across the booth as well. When full, a spotlight hits someone on their way inside. So like the phases of the moon kind of blink and when it hits the full moon, the spotlight lands on somebody who's making their way inside. An elderly goblin perches behind the ticket counter, peering at you quizzically through a spyglass. As you approach, he lowers the spyglass and calls out, and I don't have another old man voice, Greetings, fair and fairy goers. Hello. Hey, is he talking to us? Yes. yes, of course. Who else could I be talking to? I don't know. I thought there were a lot of people. Yes, but I'm looking at you directly through my spyglass. Can't you tell? <laughs> How far away is he? He's like, she, he's like in shouting distance. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Don't shout at us. I'm not right here. shouting. I'm not shouting. What do you, what do you mean, <laughs> shouting? Who shouts these days? <laughs> you. <laughs> you I promise you, I know not of what you speak. <laughs> That's all right. Hello. It's okay. I like it. As you guys get closer, he puts down the spyglass and pulls out one of those little, like, hearing tubes that they used to use on, like, phonographs. Oh, I love it. And he puts it to his yeah. ear. He goes, I'm sorry, were you saying something about me shouting? I love him. <laughs> you were a little loud. Who, me loud? I've never been accused of that a day in my life. Not a single moment. Well... Look at my ears. See how big they are? I hear everything. Oh, my dear. Well, that seems like a you problem, not a me problem. This <laughs> guy, <laughs> I like this guy. He's your good stuff, man. He's great. He's pretty great. Are you coming into the fair? Coming to see what's yeah. what in the Witchlight Carnival? Yes. Yes. Well, a ticket to get inside will cost you eight silver pieces. A what? A ticket to get inside is eight silver pieces. Oh, okay. I don't know how much I have. I have that much. Silver is not a lot. I can pay. It's easier if I just give him one gold for everyone. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks for paying. No problem. It's easier. You, for everyone. You slide the gold piece across the, the ticket counter towards him, and uh, he picks it up, he eyes it on one side, flips it around, looks at the other side, squints, and then opens his mouth, and where you see he actually only has about four teeth altogether, and he kind of gums it, and he's like, Yes! Real gold, I'd say! <laughs> yeah. And he hands you each a ticket. Get you Ooh, shiny ticket. Now, as you guys are, are handing out your tickets, um, Cynthia, as a witch light hand, you've been summoned to the ticket booth. Um, I shouldn't say Cynthia. Let me get used to your new character names. Rain, you have yes. been given the night off. However, uh, on your night off, you've been summoned to the ticket booth for whatever kind of reason that this crazy old goblin comes up with. Like, he's, he's the kind of guy who finds a task for you to do simply because he doesn't like it when people don't have something to do 
You know, you ever work for that boss who's like, if you got time to leave, you, you got time to clean. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, time to clean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, like that kind of a boss, right? And it's not yeah. that he's necessarily like a boss here, but he is bossy. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you've been summoned to the ticket booth. And, and just as you're coming around the corner uh, and you're about to kind of pull back the curtain there to the back, you see three um, people come around the side. One, a adorable Herringon. You see a satyr. And then, and then directly behind the two of them is this... I'm sorry, Christine. Was Cypress huge? Like massive? Uh, Minotaur, she is six foot five. Yeah, you're easily towering over these, uh, you know, two shorter <laughs> friends in front of you. What would Rain think of that as she came around the corner? I'd probably stop, arms out, like, you know, whoa. But I would have also seen all kinds of creatures coming through the carnival over the years. Absolutely, so. yeah. But there's something it's about... A bit of a, a bit of a mix with the... the bunny like to me it's it's a bunny and it's a yeah <laughs> yes and this... a, a little bit of a mix but hey and for, and for some Very reason rude. which you don't quite uh, you know get but you also uh don't question a lot of things because as a warlock your archfey um patron has kind of steered you in, in various directions. You haven't uh, really had a chance to commune, commune with her in, in quite a while. You don't know if you're she's busy or you're too busy with the carnival or, or exactly what's going on there, but you haven't heard from her in, in quite a while. But every once in a while you do get these urges to connect with specific people when they come into the carnival. These three like it's you know when you get like that ache in your ear and it's just a constant ringing? It's not quite tinnitus but it's like Mm-hmm. after a concert and it just you can't sleep because the ringing is so loud that's the kind of sensation yep. that's drawing you towards these three who've just come through the gate alright and I go ahead Okay. alright so yeah when I see them I just kind of stop and put my hands up like okay well okay take a look over them um, and my character has the same tattoos that I have. Okay. So, upper left arm, the bunny, or it's a it's a dragon. Left forearm, it's a longhorn bull. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, kind of kind of fitting with the minotaur. <laughs> Are they exposed? Yep. Can you see them in what you're wearing? Yep. So, when you see, um, I look like a bar wench. I've got, like, a red cummerbund around my waist, a white shirt with off the shoulders. I'm wearing a black leather harness in one of the sides of the harness. It looks almost like you would see on a gun, with a, like a, a cop would have for a gun, but it's a book <laughs> on it, in it. Cool. Yeah. And I'm wearing black pants and knee-high black leather boots. Just, you know, a little bit of a heel on them. Nothing too major, like, you know, inch, inch and a half. Um, and my hair is four different colors. It's always, my silver is always there. But today I woke up and I put, like, purple, pink, and green in my hair. Great. 
and I just keep filming with it all day. So yeah, that's what I have. Like my hair is like four different colors, and my and you as I get closer, you see I've got two different color eyes. One green, one amber. Five foot three, young. You know I'm 21, and um, smile plastered on my face because that's. I like having fun and I'm having a ball. Awesome. And that is session zero in the bag for Wizards and Wine and the Wild Beyond the Witchlight. So next week, you're going to hear another session zero as we kick off the second group for Wizards and Wine. So you're going to hear five out of the six new voices for Wizards and Wine. I'm excited to get them into the adventure and uh, get them off and running. From what they showed me of the episode zero, which we've already recorded, it's going to be another table full of hijinks and a lot of laughs and probably more of that snort laughing. We'll see you next Monday. Remember, always drink responsibly and always carry a D20. See you soon. And of course, a massive thank you to the girls in Halifax for Wizards and Wine. They are in no particular order. Christine as Cypress, Aaron as Leem, Cynthia as Rain, and Janet as Apple.